Hey everyone, what is going down? Don Mega here, your host of Am I On The Air? And what you're about to listen to is our Am I Still On The Air? Top Gun Maverick spoiler review. Now it's going to be the audio version because we actually went live on our YouTube on Tuesday, May the 31st and did this awesome spoiler review uh, for the live crowd in video form. Now, I know a lot of you out there love to just listen to podcasts, so I always make sure that you have an audio version to listen to and that you're not just stuck with the YouTube-only version. So i just like to give you a little intro, let you know what you're kind of getting into. Sometimes when you're listening to a podcast that originally was in video form, um, you'll hear or sense things that might be off because there's no visual to it so i always like to throw in my little intro and just let you know that yes this was taken from our live video form if you would like to actually watch it head on over to youtube.com slash am i on the air and click on the playlist am i still on the air you should see it right there and uh, enjoy and enjoy all the other special spoiler reviews that we have on the youtube page as well but if listening is your thing that's why you're here, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the audio version of our Top Gun Maverick spoiler review. Yo! <laughs> Good evening, aviators. This is your captain speaking, Don Mega in the house, uh, along with my co-pilots, uh, Peeps and Friggins, here for the Top Gun Maverick spoiler review. That is right, son. We are in the house. It is Am I Still on the Air? And this ain't your typical spoiler review. You know, we always be coming for the comic book movies, but this time, something took our breath away, and we wanted to come and bring you a new spoiler review. So, uh, once again, welcome to the show, and what up to my fellow aviators in the house? What up? Sup, DX. Thanks for having us on, my man. <laughs> Appreciate you. I didn't have aviators, but I went with the closest thing that I had, so... Me too. <laughs> we make it work with whatever we got. That's right. That's right. How's everybody doing tonight? Oh my gosh. I am super stoked to talk about some Maverick tonight. So I'm I'm, I'm You ready made to this whole off. thing happen, friggin'. So I, I did. I was like, hey, let's let's suit up. Let's uh put the helmets on and jump in the cockpits and let's do this. He did. He did. I had no intention on doing uh, a Top Gun Maverick spoiler review, even though I love the movie. Uh, just didn't even cross my mind to do a spoiler review. Uh, and then Friggins finally went and saw it, and he was like, yo, uh, if you would like to do one, I'm down. And I was like, you know what? I'm never going to pass up a podcast opportunity. <laughs> so uh, we put it together, and then we didn't think Peeps was going to be here. Because uh, he hadn't seen the movie, so we were me and Friggins were gonna just knock it out tonight, and then somebody got on the motorcycle, got to the airport, and checked out the film, and uh, said, "Count me in." So here he <laughs> is, joining up with the Red Dragons Assemble crew, and uh, ready to talk a little Top Gun Maverick. So happy to have you all back here again for another awesome spoiler review. Once again, spoilers. So spoilers. yes, we will be talking about the film. Uh, and so if you haven't seen it yet, 
then what are you waiting for? Go see it and then come back, check out the spoiler review, and we'll get you caught up. So uh, once again, just kind of let you all know who we are. Once again, this show is Am I On The Air? This is Am I Still On The Air, which is our spinoff when we kind of focus in and do our spoiler reviews, do our special kind of uh, podcast here. My name is Don Mega, and you can, of course, follow me at DX Don Mega. We have peeps over here at For My Peoples and Friggins. At F-R-I-G-G-I-N-Z with a Z, as he likes to say, uh, over here. So, yes. So, once again, guys, I welcome you to the show. So, as we always do, we have our format. You know, we talk about the movie, kind of just uh, our overall thoughts coming out the theater. And then, of course, we break it down with what we didn't like, what we did like, what we loved, and kind of just wrap up the uh, program here. So uh, this isn't a Marvel movie, so I don't foresee us going about two hours like we normally do on our uh, spoiler reviews. Uh, There's not a ton to get into when it comes to this movie other than pretty much pure excitement. So, uh, So we will break that down. Uh, and get you guys in and out with the quickness over here as much as possible. Did you guys sit through all the credits? No. (laughs) (laughs) You didn't see the end credit scene? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Uh, There was an end credit scene. We won't be talking about (laughs) post-credits and after credits (laughs) and MCU updated countdowns. or In the wreckage of one of the ships, a hand kind of came up. There you go. (laughs) Damn it, Pete Mitchell. (laughs) Um, So, yes. So, okay. So, as always, we'll start with our overall thoughts. So, um, you know, I'm going to actually pass this to Peeps first because this dude over here was like, I don't really care. Stupid airplane movie. Wasn't even going to see it. And uh, so, you know, I would like to just know kind of, again, keep it simple. Just coming out the theater. You've already heard, you know, some hype from the internet and the hype from us too. Um, but what was your overall thoughts kind of walking out now that you finally saw it? Um, and overall thoughts, it was a great action, spectacular uh, movie. I, I was I love the action. I, I I try to think of how to even refer like how what how to even say it, but yeah, it had some good action. And I was excited. And the last scene of the movie, holy crap, that that just went on for days. And I was trying to figure out what was fake and what wasn't fake. And I don't know. And I, I at the end of the day, like, I don't really care. Like, I, I had an amazing time um, with that whole last scene. And it just kept going and going. And it, it was great. It was great. But at the end of the day, like, in terms of the other stuff that I like in a movie, um, I was just like, it was like, it was very vanilla for me. It wasn't bad. It was just vanilla. The story was very like I, <laughs> stuff. I'll, I'll I'll talk about later. But it was very predictable, um, and <clears throat> a love story I I could I didn't care about. So <laughs> all that aside, um, you want to go to Top Gun, I think for 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 one main reason. And that's to see Tom Cruise almost kill himself, you know, doing ridiculous stunts. No, but I mean, you want to go for airplanes. You want to go for action. It definitely gave you that. Um, I mean, for that alone, the movie is amazing. And all the stuff in between, it's not bad. It's good filler. So um, at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I I had the IMAX experience as well. It was loud. It was booming. Uh, I, had, I had a beautiful picture while everything's going on. So, uh, yeah, man, like, uh, 
I was like, yeah, <laughs> go IMAX. Had fun. There you go. We'll talk about other stuff later. <laughs> He's all eject. <laughs> but like maybe it was also my fault too because even going into it and you, you know and i don't know if we're talking about going in thoughts but going into it as don dx stated i wasn't excited for this at all so i'm sure these two probably not probably these two definitely have different opinions when it comes to the going into it so. all right well friggins i'll pass it over to you i know you saw it uh what sunday i think you finally got around to it over the weekend Yes, there, it was so, Sunday. So we, where was we, your hype level kind of walking in, and where was it at coming out? Well, first and foremost, this movie has been on my top 10 most anticipated list for like 20 years because it keeps getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. Um, so I my hype for this was very, very, very high from the get. Um, I really liked Top Gun, you know, back in the day. Rewatching it um, as an adult after having not seen it for so long, I was like, "Okay, this is a little silly, but I still love it." The um, original so, movie, the original, right? Right. Oh, right. I gotcha, gotcha. So um, my hype was, you know, through the roof. I was uh, a big fan of the old stuff and really looking forward to the new stuff. When I heard that he was actually and the cast were fl- uh, actually flying the jets and doing crazy stunts like that, I just I love practical effects. I think, you know, practical Mm -hmm. effects make a movie so much better. And um, I think this is proof in that. Not that everyone should learn how to fly a jet when they're doing these films. um, But I thought that was really, really cool. standard. Like, you can't do anything in a movie unless you're really doing it. Unless you're really doing it. (laughs) Chris Um, Pratt, you're not fighting dinosaurs. (laughs) We grew actual dinosaurs, and now you have to fight them. (laughs) No. (laughs) Um, But, yes, I think, you know, so all of those components thrown in together – had me super mega hyped um going into the theater there's this like little tidbit of panic right before it starts like am i too hyped did i overdo it before i go and see this but all the reactions on social media were saying how amazing it was and how great it was and people who don't normally like i follow a lot of like movie social media um people and they're like you know, usually putting these really um, artsy movies at their top. And this was like overtaking all those movies. So I, I had a, I had high hopes and uh, it did not disappoint. I came out like so hyped. The The biggest disappointment I had is that when I got it, uh, the theater I normally go to was sold out literally all day Sunday. It wasn't, I couldn't have seen it in that theater until 10 o'clock and I wasn't going to wait until 10 <laughs> o'clock at night. So I had to see it at a theater that I don't normally go to. And I didn't realize that the tickets that I bought didn't have like the extra booming sound system or whatever. It was a huge screen, but it didn't have the Dolby digital. So I was a little disappointed with that. And literally like, as soon as the movie was over, I'm like, I need to go watch this again in a IMAX or XD Dolby Digital, whatever. I just need like it to be louder. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm oh, in yeah. that cockpit. <laughs> I know, almost worth a drive up to Phoenix and go check it out in the big Seriously. IMAX up there at the mall. So I will do that'd this. Be pretty that's, bomb. That's a good idea. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so um, you know, so I'm kind of in the middle there. So like going into it, I didn't have super high expectations i mean i kind of talked about this on my new episode earlier in the week which was that when we did our top 10 countdown 
you know, wasn't even on my top 10. I don't even think it was on my honorable mentions. Um, so, you know, but I was looking forward to it, but it just hadn't reached that kind of level. I th always thought it looked cool, um, but wasn't expecting it to be, you know, what it was. Um, so kind of, I was very excited to go see it. Got the early, the early passes to go see it on last Wednesday and uh, saw it in a normal screen on Wednesday and uh, going into it was like, okay, this is, this should be pretty good. And right out the gate, just, I was like, I just had a good feeling right from the beginning, right? Like when the music hits and you just hear like the old school Top Gun theme and, you know, and then the uh, danger zone kicks in. You're just like, all right, let's go. Like, I'm ready. And it just pumped you up right from the beginning. Seeing him again as this character and kind of the movie gets going and just everything that happened in it uh, that we'll dive into later just Walking out, I was just like, oh, my God, like, that was such a fun ride. Like, that is, besides comic book movies and all these other things we've grown accustomed to, this is a summer blockbuster. This took yes. me back to those days, you know, of just the big summer movie. Like, this screams popcorn summer action, you know, just everything from the music to the nostalgia to the action, just everything was just that big summer movie that you've been kind of waiting for. And I walked out just over the moon about it and couldn't wait to see it again. Um, I had tickets to go Friday night and see it again in IMAX. And then something came up and we ended up canceling those and getting them for Thursday night. So I went back to back from Wednesday night right to Thursday night, 24 hours later in the IMAX. And it was such a better experience. I mean, just the screen size and the sound and just everything was so much more amped up. And it was just as good, if not better, that second go around. And I just, yeah, I walked out just flabbergasted at how much I loved it. You know, I'm not the biggest fan of the original movie. I don't think it really holds up. I mean, <laughs> that original film is 36 years old, guys. 36 years old. I mean, that's nuts. Like, there's not many movies that could put a sequel out 36 years later and have it be what this movie is. Um, and so I was just not expecting it. The biggest pleasant surprise of the year, no doubt. Um, and just incredible. So overall thoughts are just amazing walking out. Um, and just one of those movies that I just feel like I've been talking about and I've been like, you know, people have been like, oh, have you seen it? And I'm like, yes, you got to go see it. And you got to go see it in the biggest yes. screen possible. And really just ranting and raving about it, uh, telling my in-laws, telling my dad, you know, like, and it's all ages for this movie, you know, like they're saying this is the first movie you know, after the pandemic to bring, you know, that older over 50 crowd back out to the theater because they've been really gun shy and they haven't been wanting to go to the theater and they're all about streaming now, but they went back to the theater for this movie, you know, and then even the younger generation, just because of the younger actors in the movie and having like Miles Teller and stuff like that has brought, you know, everybody back together. And of course, Tom Cruise always has his built in fan base. So it just really hit on all, on all levers. So that's what was really, really awesome about it. So um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot to dive into, um, but we'll start as we always do with kind of going right into what didn't we like? Is there anything that kind of stood out coming from it um, that we maybe didn't like? And remember, again, it's spoilers. So as we start to talk about story points, keep that in mind in case you're like, what the hell, man? Like, <laughs> so just know that we'll be talking <laughs> about it. Um, so um, 
you know, I'll I'll start here and like basically I don't have much to say. I really don't have much to say when it comes to what didn't I like. And I don't even know again, sometimes when we talk about this segment, it's not even stuff we necessarily didn't like. It's just maybe nitpicking and then maybe it's like I would have maybe done it a little bit differently. Um, number one, I would have killed him off at the end. <laughs> um, I think honestly, like at the end there, when I thought um, it was gonna happen. Miles Teller was out of flares and he flew up and he popped his flares and he got hit with the missile. Perfect ending right there, right? He goes out a hero. Um, it's basically that reverse, right? It was Miles Teller's dad that that died with him as his wingman. And then it's kind of reverse. He saves Miles Teller and kind of pays it forward almost that way. And, you know, and he goes out the hero and we kind of move into that next kind of phase of Top Gun. I thought it was going to be a ballsy move. I was really down for it. And then he woke up in the snow and I was like, fuck, of course, they're going to take the easy way out with this. And not, that I, not that I hated the happy ending and that, you know, yeah, he's alive. But I just I would have done it a little bit differently. I thought it would have been really cool. 36 years later, he's already kind of on the outs with the military. You know, you know that this is his last flight, so to speak, anyway. Um, even if he comes back from this thing, and it, I think I think they should have went that route and actually had him sacrifice and go out like the hero that he was. Um, so that's that's a different way I would have done. Um, I think that's pretty much all I got to be honest. That was the big thing that walking out of it both times that I was just like, man, I just think the ending could have really popped. Um, but I know they kind of wanted to probably have that really happy kind of ending, you know, uh, for that nostalgia kind of factor. Um, coming out of it. Um, the only other thing that bugged me was <laughs> at the end too, when he goes to the bar to look, to look for her and he's like, where's she at? And the old dude's just like, she went on a sailing trip and he's like, cool. Do you know when she'll be back? And he's like, nope. And I'm like, she owns the bar. Okay? Right. Yeah. She owns the bar. She would not have just left on a damn trip. And been <laughs> like, I'm not going to tell you when I'm going to come back. I'm just going to go. And I mean, maybe she said, it. don't tell him. <laughs> okay. okay. I, don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Uh, but it just, honestly, that scene was just super unnecessary. It was like a minute that really did nothing <laughs> for the for the plot or for anything. There was really no purpose of it. And it just came off dumb because no owner is going to leave their bar and just have some dude just be like, yeah, I don't know when she's going to come back. <laughs> she just went on a sailing trip. She went to the ocean and we don't know when she'll return. Um, so that bugged me. Uh, bugged me even more the second time because I was like, God, that's a stupid ass question. Like, so, so, but um, that's it. That's all I got. So, uh, <laughs> Friggins, I'll throw it to you because I feel like peeps will have the most to talk about in this area. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, probably Friggins on uh, what didn't we like? Well, uh, I just wanted to comment on your like the ending twist. What was funny is like early in the movie at the very beginning when they were talking about the plan they had mentioned they're like they have some old f-14s or whatever the plane was that he used in the first one and as soon as they said that i was like this dude's gonna get in that thing and fly that thing out here <laughs> um, yeah. so i love that plane though by the way i, I used to oh, yeah. love those planes with the wings oh, yeah. that open up and stuff yeah <laughs> so yeah, cool yeah. Yeah. um but anyway as far as my nitpicks here because again they are nitpicks uh, there's a couple things that just kind of bother me very, very slightly. And one was kind of the Val Kilmer um, introduction. I love that he was in it. So what I'm saying is that they waited until they were almost done uh, and to that mission for, for them to have that connection. And then, you know, he immediately passes on right 
almost after that Tom Cruise had saw him. I think they should have had um, Pete meet with him earlier instead of just doing the text, have that conversation that have happened. So, and then showing the text continuing throughout, um, you know, the training and then had him pass away. So there's a little bit of time component added because it seems a little too convenient for like, oh, we have this talk and then boom. And I know that he only went to go talk to him because they said like, hey, things have gotten worse. But I just, I feel like it happened too um, conveniently one right after the other to impact him. I think that could have been spread out a little bit throughout the film to show time passing. Um, that was one thing that bothered me. Again, I'm talking nitpicks here. We didn't um, have a lot of time though, if you think about it. I mean, they only had like two weeks to like get this mission together and actually fly. Right. Out. It was so, a short period of time anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it, it would have only changed what uh, you know a couple days of when he would have saw. Yeah, him. but I still think that that restructuring would have been like more time for the audience to have, you know, experienced this like kind of friendship and then have a little bit more impactful ending at the end. But what but, I'll what I'll counter you on that though is that he they showed that text chain going for for a majority right, of the beginning right. of the movie. So at least you saw they were keeping up with each other and they were kind of following up and, you know, you could have given me a heads up on what this mission was and all this stuff. And (laughs) funny thing is get to the point of like, I need to see you. He's using his (laughs) Like as soon as he, as soon as Tom Cruise will send a message, like bloop, (laughs) a whole reply already pops up. He's like anticipating what he's going to write. He's already writing it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I think, um, you know, again, like, I'm, I'm talking about nitpicking. I, I just think that the restructuring that a little bit would have been a little bit more effective. But again, love the scene, though, all, all in all. Um, the other thing was with Penny, I was super confused not being like a Top Gun aficionado that knows like every detail of it. I'm like, am I supposed to remember her from the first? So I literally watched it right before we came here. I didn't watch all of it. I watched some of the movie before we started this episode. And there was a reference to Penny. I was like, oh, that was such a throwaway comment. Like, how are we supposed... They're like, oh, you dated Penny, the Admiral's daughter. Like, that was literally... And I'm like, how was I supposed to remember that? But I did like right. that they they tied that in. But it did have me confused as to, you know, what her... Uh, this relationship was previously, especially since... The, the movie it's was, been 36 years fred right. <laughs> a lot of shit's gone down you not exactly. remember, though, i know i should have watched it before and I, I i had watched it to prep for 36 Maverick, years like last fall when it was supposed to come out and then they moved it and i was like oh. <laughs> two, two years ago when it was supposed to come out? yeah uh but anyway um those were like my two biggest nitpicks that i guess there's one little detail and this might just be not it might be just me not understanding the difference between mocks or G's or whatever. Um, but like, I thought it was weird because in the beginning when he was doing the test plane, he hit like Mach 10 and the plane was falling apart and this is burning up and this is brand new top of the line, um, you know, airplane. But then at the end when he's in the F 14 or whatever, um, uh, he, he when they're going up over the mountain or, and whatnot, they do like it shows the the counter again, and it said ten. And I don't know if that's supposed to be a mock or a G, or if there's no, a difference. It wasn't a mock. I, I don't understand what any of that shit means. So I think, I think <laughs> it was the G's, which the G's was the pressure because he was going up, whereas like the mock is just the speed. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. I just was like, why did the advanced plane <laughs> they were mock G's. fall apart? Fall apart, <laughs> and this plane didn't. I thought they were the same uh physics no. aspect but i think that 
that was a little confusing for someone who doesn't know shit about planes. So I thought they could have, you know, explained that. Again, I'm just digging for something to complain yeah. about. <laughs> Peeps, why don't you tell us uh, what real complaints sound like? Wow. Frank. Take it away. Yeah. <laughs> real complaints from Peeps. All right. Well, um, unlike either one of you, I don't have the <laughs> desire to, to watch this movie again. Um, if I do, I'm going to skip chapter to chapter so I can watch the airplane scenes. Um, everything in between, I, I wasn't interested in. Um, especially now that I've seen it and I know how the story develops, I, I, I think I'm good. I don't need to see all that in between stuff. Just can somebody out there make me an edit of just airplane crap and I'll be happy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's just me. Um, no heart. I, at the end of the like, like towards the end when Maverick was fired, I guess for uh, you know, hey, you're you, you uh, after Val Kimmer's character died, you know, you know, you're grounded, you're yada yada. How did he get back on the base? And how did he steal an airplane <laughs> and choose the perfect time to wait for the meeting to start at that at that specific moment when he pulls up the the thing and like okay. This is what we're, and then at that moment, he's going to start going down the runway just to, to prove his point. Yes, movie. Mm -hmm. Yes, cinematic. Yes, I know. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like, that mm -hmm. was so. Because that's good. the way Maverick rolls. That's right. Right. He, he he had just like when they tried prayer. to ground him at the beginning for the mocks, that's he was right. like, mm mm. Mock. He got they the said, agenda. Don't go over 10. They said, don't go over 10. He's but like, he was 10, literally one, grounded in 2, and sent 10, off 3. Base. How did he get back on? I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. It's fine. They hadn't rebuffed his credentials yet. <laughs> um, and also, even that moment, I'm like, I feel like you should have done this, like, days ago. Like, they're all, like, you know, defeated, and there's no that way that we can do this. Maybe just mm -hmm. motivate your dudes and be like, this is how you do it. And then do it. But, you, you, again, it would have been a much quicker movie. So, you know, we had to wait until the most dramatic moment, <laughs> you know, in, in the storyline to do that. Um, uh, I mean, he was just trying to teach. He couldn't do it himself because they were he, adamant on you ain't flying this mission. mission. You, yeah. You're a teacher now, yeah. So he also no broke the plane. So he he was waiting till he was fired <laughs> to break the plane because if he would have <laughs> broke the plane when he was still on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good point, Fred. <laughs> um, and and yeah, DX, I, I I like you thought that you know this since it's called Maverick, this would be a perfect end to his tale. Um, yeah. at the end of the movie with him dying. But I thought maybe uh, a fun little um, piece that could have happened is that instead of, you know, he gets shot down and then he does all of that getting the other plane off screen so that at the end when they're doing the dogfight with these um, fifth generation planes, whatever the heck that means, um, <laughs> That at the last moment he will come in in his old school F twelve whatever F he was in and then save the day that way. I would have been kind of cool too, but I guess watching them steal the plane was fine. Also, you know, you, how did he get off the runway? Well, now we know. Whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, and you guys, hey, if y'all want to want to talk any crap about anything I have to say, please feel free to jump in. Um, the the, the repeated. The repeated scenes from the first movie, right? Like, they do that for nostalgia. Like you said, DX, from the get-go, they dong, and then they're doing the little, 
you know. I have hot shots in my head more than I have Top Gun. I oh, watched that movie. <laughs> so I just pictured them like roasting hot dogs on the back of like airplanes and stuff like that in the beginning. But you know, th- that and then the beach football scene and then the literally great balls of fire like we're just going to <laughs> just going to repeat all the, the fun scenes from the first one i'm like and then as soon as him and jennifer Connelly got together i'm like baby. here comes the black and blue love scene that's going to last an entire <laughs> song but they didn't do that they, they skipped did. it so thank you because i hated that that scene was super long in what? the original it oh, was so long it's so sexy it was, it was, I, I didn't say it wasn't a hot scene. It was just a long, hot ass scene. Um, yeah, they made so, you wait for that new Lady Gaga song. At the yeah, end. they did. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, the love, the love story between him and Penny. I don't, I don't care. I don't care about that. Yes, they needed Heartless. it to pad to pad the runtime. But at the end of the day, when she's like, when he said, where is she? Oh, she's gone. I'm like, cool. Now she just did the same <laughs> thing that you did to her. Perfect. How's it feel? Any kind of smiles with you. But, and I thought she was just going to be gone. But you know, he's got to have his, he's got to have everything at the end. I don't know. Like, I didn't care. Like, if she would have been gone or if she was there, whatever. I, I don't care. So, bleh. Jennifer Conley, and, baby. I always care. And apparently, like, the, um, the original actress that was his love interest, uh, like he, uh, he uh, Tom Cruise wanted her to come back, but she's like said something along the lines is like I'm too old and fat to to, to come Aww. back to acting, so like I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I, I, and that too, like I was kind of looking for a lot of cameos, and I couldn't. Re- I'm like friggin's. Well, you said you saw it after, but yeah. every time a new face popped up. Like the black dude warlock, I guess they said his name yep. at the end, and even John Hamm's character. I'm like, were they even mentioned, or were they maybe his <laughs> like co-pilots in the original? And like, I can't remember. Like, I know the older guy that 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 admiral or whatever that popped up at, at, at in the beginning of the movie. I know he was in the original film, but I don't know. That's not really a nitpick. Sorry, I, I got. I don't distracted. think he was. Uh, uh-uh. he wasn't. Ed Harris. Yeah, I don't think he was. He no. wasn't. Really? No, it's a different no. actor. It was it the dude from from Back to the Future, uh, no. the principal from Back to the Future. Uh, that was him, right? Principal. I don't remember the principal. Ah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, uh, Tom Cruise gets fired, right? And he does a stupid yeah. move, and he's like, "God damn it, Maverick! That was the most reckless thing I've ever seen." But I think. I think we're going to bring you back on, and you're going to be the crew leader. Cool. Skip to two weeks later, and they're ready to go. Like, did they learn? I guess they did actually figure out how to do the run in that amount of time, or did they not know how to do the run in that amount? They skipped two weeks from that point to the start of the mission. I, I, I when they did the mission, I'm like, fuck, they're going to die because nobody could do the mission. At that point of the movie, it's like, oh wait, now everybody can do it now. So mm-hmm. I guess that would have yeah. taken away the theatrical effect if they would have shown that everybody was able to do it. But I feel like in every montage in every movie, they're they're not able to lift yeah. up the weight that they're supposed to lift until the point where they do, or they get right. very close to it. But they skip yeah. that part. Whatever. When I'll agree with you on that song. one. That is 
that is something that I that would be something that I thought too was that just that typical like the whole montage of every single flight pattern, every single flight sequence was miss, you know, killed, missed, miss, blacked killed, out, couldn't drop like, the thing, literally blacked out, yeah. and he picked him yeah. for the mission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And then, yeah, and then when it's actually mission time, everybody made it through the canyon, no problem. Everybody dropped the chains, no problem. Everybody got up the G's, no problem. Like, everything was, like, flawless. Even did <laughs> a blind, like, like, without, like, no scope. <laughs> kind of, like, shoot the yeah. missile into the Yeah, hole, yeah, no the, the laser didn't even work. And we Use the force. <laughs> Use the force. I feel yeah. like it was, like, Movie they magic. showed up. And it was their data was wrong, and they're like, "Oh, this is way easier than we've been practicing." <laughs> yeah, they put us in a tighter space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The space oh, is like gravity is much much less. The G's are much easier on this side <laughs> yeah. of the world. Okay, yeah, maybe whatever. Um, oh, the story is it was so freaking predictable to me. Like they're like Maverick, <laughs> we got twelve people that you got to pick. Or no, we have 12 candidates. You got to pick six of the best. Well, I wonder who he's going to pick. Is he going to pick the only six people that they've introduced at all and shown throughout this entire Well, they showed like, another six in the bar when they walked in. They were sure like, they hey, did. there's Squadron B over there. Yeah, like, yeah there's, what were <laughs> it could have been any names? of them. Anybody, what were any, any of, of their names? <laughs> Nobody knows, but we know Phoenix, was, we know uh, Hangman, Jinxies, we know Bob. Shaggy. <laughs> There's Selma, Steve, right? There's <laughs> Luis. <laughs> but I don't know. It was I knew who they were going to pick. As soon as they brought up the fifth generation Pac-Man. airplanes, I knew they were going to have a dogfight. Dude, we got to stay low and we got to get out before those fifth generation planes pop up. We're, we're going to have a dogfight because you keep talking about how it's not the plane, it's the pilot. Of course they're going to have a fight with those planes. Um of course, Maverick's going to be in that mission. It's just how are we going to get to that point? Like, super, super predict. I knew exactly where we were going to go. I just didn't know if a if he was going to die, and b I didn't know if anybody else was going to die. And and um, like nobody died, and that was kind of like I thought. I thought somebody was going to die in that mission. Somebody, yeah, somebody that was, that's kind of yeah. cool though. It was a I suicide like mission. Yeah. yeah, 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 but I, I kind of like that. Nobody and come knew. home, sir, right? And come home. And come home, yeah. Look, and I come home, say, sir, right? And come home? Probably like 85 to 90% of Marvel movies are predictable. There's a few unpredictable aspects to them. So many of them are formulaic. So don't come at me with this predictable structure. All I have no idea where Doctor structure. Strange is going to go, friggin'. So <laughs> I have no I idea said, where that movie was going. I said 85 to 90%. I didn't okay, that was <laughs> You're right. All right. Um, yeah, and then and then those missiles. As soon as those missiles lock onto you, you're dead. Okay. But like every missile in that whole freaking like... Uh, I don't know, Mountain ended up locking onto them out of the way, and they just, it's fine. They got out of that just fine. So, I don't know. It wasn't that big of a deal. And why, and that's the last thing, I think. It's going to be rather this yeah, longer than the inconvenience. This is the last thing. Um, <laughs> why, were the fifth, why were the fifth generation planes better? Is it just because they're better? I know they did that little stall move that I don't know what happened. That looks cool, but like I don't. Why are they better? They the, the whole movie. They want to use all these amazing aviator like terms that I have no idea what they're talking about. But the, they couldn't just say that they're 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 
flux capacitors are ten times bigger <laughs> than than our models or something. Why are those planes better? So I, so the 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 simplistic explanation of fifth gen planes are better. That's that was enough. Yeah. It's a fifth gen, enough? just like the ninth gen were they, iPad. Were, were they flying the fourth, fourth gen, gen iPad? Were they? Were, yes. did, were they? Were using, I didn't know they the had iPhone a... thirteen is better than the iPhone six. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, some older cars better are better than the, than the newer ones. I mean, I appreciate that focus on detail, though, my friend. I do. I really do. Some older cars are better than newer ones, and he even said, "How was he able to get take it out, take one out?" With an airplane that was was that second generation, I don't know what an F twelve or F thirteen is that that he ended up getting, but he was able to take one out with that generation. But they can't do with the later generation that they have now. Attention to detail, friggin', is that probably too much? I still appreciate your attention. (laughs) No, no, no. But yeah, like it's just you know silly little nitpicky things. But again, when it's and DX, you and I we say this all the time. For me, this was a shut off your brain kind of movie. Because if I cannot think about any of that stuff and I cannot yeah. sit here and just wait, like, all right, stop talking to the lady in the bar. Just get back to the base, my man. Stop talking to the kid. He doesn't like you. He's not going to like you until the end of the movie. Just get on an airplane, please. Like, once I get out of all that, like, my God. And I know that's where we're going next. But the spectacle that they did give us of the pew pew and the drums and the arrow, like, <laughs> Like the kid in me definitely like I was like man that's why I I okay I did love airplanes at one one time in my life and this is the reason why so yeah it made me want to get like a flight simulator and just start playing like right away like I'm wow. like where's my VR headset time to get that that Top Gun download it literally made me want to go try and fly a plane like I'm yeah. gonna go to pilot 100%. school now <laughs> like like like. Like military pilot school, you just go to like do like a normal farmers, so you can yep. just do like a little <laughs> drop the little the, the pesticides smoke. on a. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. That, all right. That's all. <laughs> but Fred's gonna go to like G10 when he does that, right? Yeah, yeah. in my mind, I will. I'll, I drive my car like I'm flying the plane. I'm like, they're all around yeah. us. All right, Put my bleaker right. on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So you tell the enemy which way you're turning. That makes sense. Shifting drastically. Yes, mm-hmm. with the noises like Fast and Furious. <laughs> that's ground no 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 speaking of fast and furious i feel like after the success (laughs) of top gun maverick we're gonna this is gonna be the the new same universe (gasps) like like, now they're going to like is maverick the cousin of dominic toretto (laughs) that'd be awesome they're gonna have to become the new top secret you know jet fighting team that has to save the world ten thousand times That'd be so awesome. Fast 11, <laughs> baby. We just fucking put it together. If you win Get by ready. an inch or Mach 10, it doesn't matter. I don't know. How Winning's winning. Yeah. Too fast, too maverick. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Glorious. Great balls of fire. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. All right. What did we love? Let's oh. just switch gears here. It's time to move along uh, with uh, what we loved. And, um, you know, one of the biggest things for me in this movie that I thought I got such a kick out of, and I don't know how many of you guys noticed it or what, but it was the old school movie style of this. I say nostalgic um, in my non-spoiler review. I was trying to kind of dance around it like the nostalgic feels, you know, but like 
literally from the opening of this movie, right? Like it, you got the writing and it's like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. This school was created and they called it Top Gun. Right? Like, <laughs> and then you have the airplane carrier and you hear the music and then it goes to Danger Zone and it's like opening credits. When is the last time you've seen a movie that's like starring Tom Cruise, <laughs> you know, Jennifer Connelly, Val Kilmer, like in literally flashing names, and it's got the opening song playing. Like, remember all the movies used to have like 10 minutes of opening credits, and you're like, just start the fucking just movie. Just start the movie. Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> and now all movies do it. You don't see credits to the end, but this movie had that old school just like throwing up the credits. You know, yeah. it has it has a soundtrack with new songs that are written for the movie. New yeah. Lady Gaga song, the new One Republic song. Like, it, like it played in such a way. And then even the end credits, right? Where they have the pictures of everybody with their names on it. So-and-so, like, Val Kilmer is Iceman, you know? And it's like, I don't know, man. I got such a kick out of just that old school kind of vibe that they knew what they were doing. They're like, yo... We have an old school kind of crowd that's coming back for this and we're mixing it with the new school and we're kind of doing it up in that same nostalgic way. There was no need to play Danger Zone in this movie, but they did it because it was such a kickoff yes. to hear just like Danger Zone, like with all these planes just taking off. You know, like there was like what a it had nothing to do with the airplane carrier in the beginning of the movie, but that's what we watched while the opening credits played, you know? So that was cool as hell um yes it's predictable peeps but you know what like sometimes like i mean what sequel really isn't especially like these sequels that come far down the road right we talked about how the force awakens was basically a new hope just under a different coat of paint you know like um a lot of these sequels that are far down the line are just the original story kind of done over again you know like hey Instead of volleyball, we're going to play football on the beach. That <laughs> sounds good. Let's mix that up. Uh, but we got to have a shirtless scene. <laughs> so we'll have that. Hey, Abs on the beach. Goose we must have the, it. Played the piano. I think we yes. can do that again. We could have his son do it as a grown up. <laughs> this will be incredible. His right? name should like have been just... Moose. Wow. <laughs> Get out of here. Um, it's a rooster. Yeah. But it, you know, it just it worked, and and I liked, I the the love story didn't bother me at all because it didn't feel like they overdid it like at all in this movie. Like it has little chunks, you know. She's kind of like I like the scene in the bar when you know she's like, ah, you got to pay everybody's tab. Like it was cute and it was fun, and and you could tell like she had been kind of burned by him, so she was kind of playing a little hard with him at the beginning, and then. I just I like that she was that inspiration for him, like because when he got fired, she, he was the one that was like, "It's over, I'm done." You know, these poor kids are going into the, you know the danger zone, and I can't help. <laughs> and, <laughs> okay. and um, and she's like, "That's not you, Pete. You need to go show him what's up." You know, and and so you know he went and took over that plane, and then went and did his thing, right? Um, you know, and you of course got the angry military people that for whatever reason don't like him. You know, which which I can, I don't know. Like, to me, I'm like, he, I don't see how you couldn't like the dude. <laughs> like, he was, like, they talk about how his credentials are so amazing. And he's such, like, an inspiration to the Top Gunners. But, like, I don't like you. Like, I hated the Top, that John Hamm hated him so much in this movie. Yeah. Like, you know, it wasn't, of course, till he landed the plane back on the airplane, at, on the carrier at the end, that he gave him the little nod you know of approval very, very classic though yes, back to what you're yes. saying it was very, very classic like, exactly yeah, yeah. you know like i'm not actually gonna hug you or shake your hand but 
You and my that nod of respect. <laughs> <laughs> still going to fire you after this mission, but yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know, we don't need people like you. You know, like yeah, like you said, the second you know Iceman dies, they're like you're fired. Like you know, like I just having to go through all that, and it's like not even giving the respect for him to complete the mission. You know, and um, but of course. You know, besides the story, besides the nostalgia, I mean, this movie lives and breathes by all the airplane stuff that we had heard years ago that Tom Cruise was actually flying F-14s and and going around and, and like, taking, you know, years of, of flying lessons so he could get behind that cockpit and actually film this thing for real. You know how legit he is. We've yeah. seen it with the Mission Impossible movies that every right. movie he's like, strap me to an airplane and I'm going to jump off. And, like, just he just does all this crazy shit. Um, I was just watching a talk show the other night where he literally went up on a plane and took the host up on the plane and was spinning them around and all this stuff. And it's just like wow. you could just see it right there. Like, boom, like he's got nobody else in the cockpit, you know, like, I mean, and, and it helped. I mean. There's very little to know like CGI for the most part in this movie. I mean, even the scenes with the other ones, they rented those. They had Navy pilots up in the on those planes flying that stuff and recording it, you know, and and that that realism is what really rocks this movie. Like you've never seen anything like this. I mean, from just the typical stuff in the training montage where, you know, he's tagging them, you know, and they're having to go back and do push-ups every single time, you know, gotcha, boom, go do 100 push-ups, you know, gotcha, boom, like, you know, and, and they just kind of, he just keeps taking everybody out, you know, and having yeah. those moments there, um, you know, having, of course, the the typical kind of beef with Miles Teller's character, you know, like, why'd you, why'd you pull my papers? You set me back years on my career. You know, but it's like, then you find out that, you know, his mom told him, you know, like, hey, I don't want him flying because of what happened to his dad. So he kind of did it to help the mom, um, which then you find out that Meg Ryan has died. And you're like, that's why she's not in this movie either. Yeah. Um, but, you know, but and then, of course, the whole battle at the end, finally, like him coming in, proving it could be done, leading the team, getting back behind that cockpit and just, oh, my God, dude, just that whole final sequence. Uh, you know, a flying through the canyon, dropping the bombs, you know, the the enemy coming, getting shot down, finding the F-14, you know, everything. And then even like the other team coming and helping him out at the end. Um, I didn't know how I would feel about the younger crew, you know, going into this movie, because sometimes that shit don't play well. You know, it's how I felt with Expendable, with Expendables yes. 3, yes. right? They were like, uh, like, we love the Expendables movies because of all our old school action heroes. And then Expendables 3 came and they were like, oh, here's like, this young cares? crew. And yeah. I was like, I don't give a fuck about any of these people, which is funny because one of the guys was Glenn Powell, who was one of the guys that flew in this movie. <laughs> so, but, um, you know, but, but yeah, it was one of those things. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this, but I did. Like, I loved all those characters, man. Everybody and Bob. Like, I just got such a Bob. kick out of what's your What's your call sign? Bob. Bob. Like, you know, so <laughs> I kind of also I, I love how we that. never really find out why his call sign is Bob. Like it was always just stopped, does. like very much like yeah. Joker, like right before that was actually answered. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just I just I ended up loving all those characters, even somebody like you know, hangman that that is such a jerk and such an asshole, and you're hating him the whole movie. And then of course he saves the day at the end, right? And you're like, that oh, that amazing. fucking guy, that guy. You know, like <laughs> I like that dude. That's a good guy right there. at the end, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, they were like, mm, that dude. You know, yeah. so like everybody earns their moment, and I just love that core group. I love. You know, when they threw him out of the bar and then they find out he's the teacher and they're all like, oh, fuck. They're like, like, oh, you know, like they're like, shit, <laughs> like I just threw this guy out the bar last night. Like, yeah. I don't know, man. Like it just 
literally just everything, man. Like it was just such a ooh, like just complete old school movie for me that hit on every single mark. Like I said, from the action to the heartstrings, dude, the Val Kilmer, you talked about it earlier, Fred, you know, working that in, we all know Val Kilmer does have throat cancer. It is very hard for him to talk. Most of the times he can't talk. Um, and, and, and working that in that he's like, you know, the Admiral now, and he called for Maverick to come take this mission. And, and then, you know, oh, it took a turn for the worse and he's having trouble talking and playing that into the storyline and then having that moment where he's just typing, but then he's, he talks to him and, and he's like, you know, I love you and I need you to do this. And, and they hug. And I was reading about how on set, like that hug was improvised and it just felt so much to both of them to have that moment 36 years later. Um, after that original you know and then i love the line of like you got to tell me who's best fighter pilot and the tom cruise is like let's not ruin the moment like i love <laughs> i love that, yeah. that when they brought it all together um just seeing that you know and of course it was sad as hell because you saw it in the trailer that they were at a funeral at one point and you were always thinking from the beginning that's going to be Iceman, right like i i knew right right away but then i was like maybe they'll swerve it right like because they're doing this kind of side role where he's you know like, you don't see him too much. He's a boss. Like, I figured they could have danced around it a little bit. But then they played into it that, you know, this was his last big call and and he passes away. Um, so, I mean, that pulled on the heartstrings. Like, it was sad, you know, but, but you're laughing, you're crying. The action's incredible. Like, dude, it just literally took you across every emotion you would want in a movie. And that's why, like, walking out of it, I was just like, dude, like, what a pleasant, pleasant surprise once again. Uh, of something that I only had kind of medium expectations on. So uh, kind of my overall there on what I kind of stood out to me. So Friggins, pass it to you, man. What were the big things there for you? I mean, it's kind of hard to follow up what you just said because I, everything you were saying, I'm like, agree, 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 agree. And I also just want to just be simplistic and be like, everything? <laughs> yeah. Um, That's what I'm saying. Honestly, like this was such a, a a rush of that nostalgia factor and i th you talked about that already and i think that's what really takes it to the next level because from the beginning as soon as that music started hitting in the title screens i like looked over and i was like i love this already <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> i mean that's all it took it. and then it was I just from it. there on and what's cool is like for the new generation, uh, they may not love it as much as us because, but it uh, because of that nostalgia factor isn't tied to it. But at the same time, it's still just a good movie. Like, you know, um, like what you were talking about as far as the popcorn at summer blockbuster vibe, it definitely gives that old school feel. And peeps, unlike you, I actually think the predictability kind of enhanced the film in a way and normally that's not a good thing when you can see everything coming but when it's giving you everything you kind of really want i think that that is where it kind of takes it to the next level and i even was thinking when they did the foreshadowing about the f15 or 14 or whatever uh that was on the airway i was like if they don't have a scene where he has to get shot down and get this and then go get that plane and leave i'm gonna be upset and so I thought there, you know, nowadays I feel like that was the more modern inclusion into the storyline um, because, you know, in the old days, they probably wouldn't have done something to that extreme um, and kind of unrealistic. Right. Um, so I thought that added, it gives us a little taste of new with a little taste of old. 
Um, you know, Don already talked about the cast and everybody. I got to give special shout outs to Phoenix. She was awesome. She was awesome. Um, really enjoyed that character. Uh, fanboy, I was laughing. I was like, that would probably be my name because I'm like a big old fanboy with all the um, the, the nerd stuff. Uh, but, you know, it's just having this feeling of what I had back growing up going to the movie theaters is really what hit me the most. And that's what makes me want to go back and see it again. And then to add in all those details of seeing people actually flying the plane, like rewatching Top Gun right now before, and again, I didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw a lot of it before we did this podcast. You can see the actors in the cockpit and there's a difference of just be acting and you don't see kind of the fear component or the physical component of being in the plane. But in this movie, you see it like when they make those turns, he's just like, Oh, you know, like when he turns this way, he's like, Oh, there it goes again. And you see the, like the, that, that G force impacting them or whatever. And each actor you could see differently, even just like looking around, like as they plant their hands yeah. and they're kind of like looking around. Yeah, the, the hands on the glass that they yes. did a lot, where he was kind of like always like you know to kind of like around, brace yourself, himself. Yeah, yep. And um, and and like when they would take the dip, I remember there's a scene where Miles Teller, like <clears throat> you see him float out of the chair a little bit, and he's like shit, you know, like. And I could imagine, like you know, I've never been in a jet. But I've had that experience on like a roller coaster or something. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, it kind of puts you in that spot. So I, I loved that practical realism and inclusion into it, as I talked about a little bit. Um, I, I love the predictability. I loved and, – and the acting was great. I mean, Tom Cruise did an excellent job. The graphics that were included did an excellent job. Every, every one of the cast members was amazing and all did each component. You talked about the credits and the opening credits – I love the end credits where they show the little clip of the person and then says their yeah. name. Like I, I will forever to this day, like remember, I still remember the predator and seeing those as they kind of did that at the end of predator. And I, I remember even as a kid thinking like, why don't they do this in every movie? Like, I love that. And so I love introducing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love that they included that in this, in this film. It was, it just, it's kind of like a little, you know, just closing the the, the book and um, the recap is always uh, a pleasant thing. And again, you know, you kind of talked about like, would the death of Maverick had been more impactful and like a big, a bigger splash ending and kind of like a conclusion to the story. All the, the answer to all those things is yes. But I appreciated and actually really loved the happy ending. It, it let me walk out of that theater, super pumped, super happy like you know i went out in a positive way as opposed to having some slight down um downer feelings and it opens up the door in case they ever did want to do something else again um so it makes me excited to see like where that could go and if they don't i don't care because that was a great conclusion to the story anyway um i didn't need him to die because what i liked is that maybe the story wasn't needing him to die because he was losing everything but rather he was his wildness of himself was dying like he was getting you know grounded and tied to penny and her daughter and and now reestablishing the relationship with rooster now he's he's fixing she was getting things back on track and i feel like 
it was the ending of the wild, you know, Maverick, and now we're getting the more like. Oh, wait, he's going to leave her in like like four days. <laughs> yeah, the mm-hmm. next uh, next movie on is going to be a totally one. different girl. On to <laughs> on, on. Um, but no, on I, I, I thought it was I thought it was a, a good way to to close it out, and it could go either way, whether it's the end of the whole franchise or whether there's another one. Uh, but I'll go ahead and stop there. I, I I absolutely love it. I can't wait to go see it again. Um, and if you haven't seen it and for some reason you're still listening to us, biggest screen <laughs> you can find, loudest system yep. you can find, you want to feel like you're in the jet. All right, peeps, take it. Would you hey. love to uh, thing I surprised you guys didn't mention, the opening scene. Um, I thought that was really cool. I, oh, whatever, yeah. again, I don't yeah. know, I don't know airplanes, but I'm like, it's kind of like a B fifty two ish looking, awesome. looking looking uh, jet. I and, love the and, like yeah, and like how it was like it was starting to like the the metal was lighting up and and uh, that that whole scene was super dope. And you know, and again, in terms of predictability, you know, don't push it over ten. Like all right, he, he's yeah. gonna push it exactly. As soon as he said stop right at ten, I was yeah. like, oh, he's gonna push it, man. He's yeah. like, come on, just a little bit more. Ten point yeah. one, ten point two, ten point three. Right. Boom. And, and that'll go into like my the next part that I really like. I love the 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 comedy. Like I I don't remember the first one at all. I don't know if there were any funny moments. I know there was cocky, um, Tom Cruise moments. But I don't know if it was actually a funny movie. I think Goose's character was actually kind of funny, but like the comedy. When they included in this movie, it it was really good. It was really funny. Like that scene specifically, you see it all like lit up, and you're like, okay, so they didn't just kill him off oh, unless yeah. they're going to go like <laughs> two weeks earlier or something. Like two weeks. That. <laughs> but you know, then him just walking into the the oh the, my God. the diner <laughs> and the kid, you know, where am I, Earth? You know, that Earth. Was was that was so funny. Awesome. It was cute. So Everybody. funny. I want to know like, where the hell he was. I want to know how far he got. Like that right? was like I mean, he was going so damn fast. That was yeah. so cool. He could have been in another country. Who knows how fucking where he went? Right. And um, you know, and then also like when the John Ham's character he, he asked him like that rhetorical question and he was about to answer and the the warlock dude stopped him. That was a rhetorical question. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was super funny. I like um, I liked when he said he said uh he was first in his class too and he's like I was actually second just want to set expectations. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. and uh in the whole yeah in that scene too like you know you really need to work on your timing you know, Oh with you, the, yeah. the lowering the deck or whatever. Yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know just just really funny and um you were you were mentioning cast as well. Um I I I personally really liked Hangman. Like he was, he was cocky, but for a reason. Like out of everybody, he was the only way to act. He was the only one that, on the first try, actually went through that ravine um, as fast as he did. Um, and uh, I don't, know, I, I liked his character. I liked his little show up at the end. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I thought though he was the guy, like the what the the basketball dude from Stranger Things. For those of you that have seen it, uh, I, I thought I thought I was like, oh, is that dude? Yeah, he's everywhere right now. But it's not no. the same guy. Yeah, it's it's no. not. But whatever. Expendables um, three. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, and and I don't remember his character's name, but the black dude that was with um, Tom Cruise in the beginning of the movie, Hondo. Um, yeah, Hondo. Yeah, uh, yeah. I. I his I loved his character. So like good. at the end when they did their little mm-hmm. goodbye, like yeah. he a character that had been there throughout this entire movie, and they could have pulled some character from the original, you know, uh, and then you know brought him there to to be his like you know 
right-hand man kind of thing, but they just added some character that, that we had never seen before. And um, yeah. And that little goodbye that they had at the very end, like again, they knew it was a suicide mission and you're probably not coming back. And I, I love that moment that they had. And, and what it, I thought was, was interesting is that they brought Hondo to the school like when because right. he was all in that opening scene with with the whole test of the of the mock jet and everything and then they're like oh you've got orders you're off to top gun and then hondo's there and i'm like how the hell yeah did that you happen? saved like, everybody's like, job you were able too? to get the yeah, extension been, and all that yeah yeah like so that that i would i would have liked an explanation there and how the hell he got there like did he request yeah. them or was i was like, have a helper him. yeah i know but they didn't make it seem like that was an option they were just like right. you got orders go to them <laughs> Yeah, and so, and then he was there too. Yeah. And then he was there. So I thought that was odd. Yeah. So, I like um, when he catches the football and then he's like, what the hell? And then everyone tackled him. They just tackle him. <laughs> yeah. And then just awkwardly lay on top of him for it a while. Funny. It was funny. <laughs> it's a good moment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, liked him. Um, also, like, you know, you guys are talking about the and, and you know, you mentioned the the older generation kind of in the theaters and I know from my theater, there was a lot of folks like, you know, we're used to going to our Marvel movies. So there's, you know, a bunch of younger and there's, you know, there's older folks too there. But like in my theater, there was like, like grandpas and dads and of yes. all, you know, like, like, and, and it was kind of cool. You know, it took me a little bit longer to get out of the theater. You know, everybody had to get down the stairs a little bit longer than normal, but, <laughs> but, um, it, it it was just it was neat. It was neat to see because my theater was still yeah. pretty crowded, and it's I don't know however many days after the movie released, and I don't know, like you said, DX. It's it's neat to see you know all generations kind of yeah. getting out to to watch this movie because what thirty five, thirty six years, thirty six years. Like man, yeah, it, a lot of most people have seen Top Gun up to this point. I would so, say that uh, like eighty percent of my theater probably was um, sixty plus. Like when I went to see, interesting, man. Yeah. Wow. I saw an article earlier today that was like Top Gun, the perfect movie to take your dad to. <laughs> I was, like, I was yeah. thinking that same thing. Yeah, I was thinking that yeah. same thing. And then my wife's like, "You should take your dad to go see it." Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, and and you know, you were talking about the uh, the the. Uh, the real the, the flying you know and and i'm thinking like is every single scene that they're showing him and them actually in in the cockpit like flying these planes and flipping side to side and whatnots and and i'm sure they are but like that's incredible like that's absolutely incredible and then as he's like going up and you you hear him like kind of breathing and i saw this program this documentary a long time ago and they talk about like when those g's are hitting you you have to like hold your breath and then like do these quick little chits in order to prevent your your yourself from passing out you have to let a little bit of oxygen into your lungs at different intervals in order to to keep yourself from and then everybody unexperienced will immediately pass out but these like experienced guys like chit 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 and I don't know. And they, you heard the breathing throughout the entirety of, of, of this uh, movie. And I'm sure, like, my point was, like, the older generation, I'm sure the old pilots are like, all right, they did that shit right. So, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they nailed it. Yeah. So, um, a lot of fun. And, and you guys mentioned, uh, you know, the, the, the whole end scene as well. I've mentioned the end scene. Um, it, 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 really cool why is it that the flares for me whenever a movie has flares the flare effects are so fucking cool they fly out all over the place yeah. and then the the missiles go and explodey and i don't know it's, it's a very exciting cool. thing for me 
Um, let me see. Um, you know the 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 when he first got on the uh, the Top Gun facility and he's like driving again, trying to race like the the uh, the airship. You know, very similar to to the original as well. Like you know, the, oh, the nostalgia yeah. moment. Cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did I say bicycle? Anyways, I, I it doesn't matter. Sure. It doesn't matter. No, yeah. I, I said motorcycle. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah. The 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 fun scenes were fun. So yeah, yeah. Fun scenes were that's fun. All I fun scenes were fun. They should put that on a poster. The fun scenes <laughs> the fun are fun. Taco fun scenes are fun. The fun scenes are fun. It's fun. It's fun. What what it, uh, what what would your call sign be, Friggins? I was thinking about me, and I think I'll be I'll be Gemini. That sounds like a good good aviator. Ooh, that is a good one. Um, I guess Friggins wouldn't work, so uh, I'm not sure. I think Azul. <laughs> I like that because of the blue blue eyes. You know, Azul. I like that. I like blue. It's my favorite color. Oh, spoiler alert! Jeez. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, Dogs yeah, would be DX. I mean, that's straight. No, I would just Don Mega, just straight <laughs> up. That's what it would be. Don Mega, Biohazard, huh? I would take Biohazard as well. There you, there go. you go. I like it. Good call out. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk. Uh, you know, box office real quick, man, because this thing is killing it too, guys. So, Top Gun Maverick broke the Memorial Day opening record, uh, along with there the highest is. debut ever. For a Tom Cruise movie, which is crazy, figuring how long his career has been, 126 million for the three-day weekend, right? Friday, Saturday, Sunday, uh, and because it's Memorial Day, if you add in the fourth day, which they do for Memorial Day weekend, 156 million dollars for this movie. Uh, it also ties for Tom Cruise's best-reviewed film ever. So this movie is tied with Mission Impossible Fallout to be his best-reviewed film according to Rotten Tomatoes. Um, but yeah, man, that is crazy to think. When I heard that this was pacing to be his biggest box office debut, I couldn't believe it. Like, yeah. his highest was $63 million for War of the Worlds. That blows my Which mind. is just insane. That none of even the Mission Impossible movies had topped $63 million. I think Fallout made 61 so it almost topped it. Um, but that's still crazy to me that a Mission Impossible movie at this point, like six movies in, that it wouldn't be debuting more than a hundred million dollars at this point, right? Um, so kind of shocking, man. Because I, but you know, his movies, what they say, are more of a stay and play, right? So they open and then they kind of just they prolong, and people continue to see them because they're well reviewed and they go back and forth. Uh, but they don't open very big. Um, so just crazy for him at this point in his career to get his biggest ever. Um, this is the first time in like four years that a movie had opened this high that wasn't a comic book movie or like wow. a Disney movie. So like that's incredible in its own right to just show you like like just a regular movie can do it uh, after all this time. Uh, 156 mil um, and like I said, best reviewed, biggest debut ever for Tom Cruise. Incredible, man. Amazing. Incredible. So I just wanted to shout that out. That was pretty damn awesome there. So all right, well, let's go into final thoughts and scores and, uh, you know, as we kind of take this baby home. So uh, I think we've said it. We've said it many times how incredible most of this movie is for two of us, at least. And <laughs> uh, and uh, I had a blast with it. Like I said, saw it twice, all within 24 hours. So um, that's not easy to do if a movie ain't worth it. So 
Um, I enjoyed it so much, and it was so nostalgic. I can't wait to see it again. Definitely be buying this one and into the collection when it comes out. Um, big ups to Tom Cruise for really holding his ground that this movie debut in theaters. Uh, he knew how important it was. This is, of course, a movie that we talked about before that was supposed to come out in 2020, and then COVID hit, and it got delayed for a year, and then it was supposed to come out, then it got delayed again. It's been delayed four or five times. This for two years. And during that time, of course, you know, Paramount Plus was like, yo, give us that shit. Like, let's, put, let's just put it on streaming. <laughs> yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeah. You know, which what a lot of movies did during COVID. And Tom Cruise was like, hell to the no. This movie needs to be in theaters. I will not let it go to streaming. He was a producer on the film. He got some pull, you know, and he was like, uh-uh, it's not going to happen. And they they held out, and look what happened. Look at this money, and um, good on them, man, because it would have been very easy during that time to just say, after, you know, a year and a half, two years of delays, to be like, let's just put it on our streamer and call it a day, and yeah. they didn't. And now we're 156 million just in the US, you know, another 150 worldwide, over 300 million already in a week. I mean, incredible. So awesome, awesome movie. Can't preach it enough. What a pleasant surprise. Like I said, for a movie that wasn't even in my top 10 most anticipated, not even on my most, um, you know, secondary list, like blown away at, at what this did. And uh, for me, this is, this is a five-star film, baby. This is this hit on all marks for me. This gave me everything I needed coming out of it for what I wanted from a Top Top Gun movie and a sequel that was given to me 36 years down the road. Um, what else could I have asked for? Uh, I appreciated it. And I had a blast with it, and this is what cinema really is all about. So five out of five for me. So I'll pass it over to Fred. What you got? Final thoughts and scores, my friend. Well, I'm going to kick it in overdrive and fly out this real quick. I'm going to be brief. It was amazing. I had tons of fun. It gave me everything I wanted. It was on my top 10, and it will be on my top 10 by the end of the year uh, for for how it turned out. So five stars for Looking me good. as well. It was super fun. Wah, 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 wah. And I got the need for speed, and that's what I got. So, yes, sir. peeps. All right, peeps. It's gonna bring down the house right now. I know, man. Why you gotta, why you gotta end with me now? I'm the Nancy. All right. Um, this movie was a lot of fun, and 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 remember what I said. You know, fun was to be fun. At fun had, fun. I don't remember what I said, but um, it, I I had no expectations going into it. I was not excited um, for this movie going into it. Uh, I will say, though, I was pleasantly surprised with a lot of the action and um, com and and the, the comedic elements that they had added, as well as the uh, just the, the special effects overall. Um, yes, I would have. There's other bits and pieces and nitpicks that I would have liked to see uh, for a theatrical, uh, you know, big movie that people are saying best movie of 2020. Um, I, I, to me, it, it's definitely not the best movie of 2020, um, and I, I, I'm sure it will make my 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 top ten. Because at the end of the day, as much as I can <laughs> nitpick, that was a pretty stellar ending to the movie, um, along with you know the beginning and everything else that I said that I did like about this movie. Um, so it, 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 it's complicated for me to rate this movie. Um, 
based on things I liked and didn't like and, and expected. But I will say, for me, it exceeded my zero expectations. Um, yes, but I still, but I still had some little nitpicks and things I would have liked a little bit more. So for that, I'm giving it a three point five. And Don, mm-hmm. I know you love decimals in I your in, in, in ratings. And rounded up to a four. So Peeps gives it a four, everybody. <laughs> we don't do that. Be... So <laughs> he's giving it a four. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll take it. I'll take We're going to round it up. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And, and awesome. even if they don't, like, make another one, like, it, it's good by itself. Like, it's not like they set it up. And, like, even though that end credit scene, I told you, the guy's hand coming up in they could do more stuff, but even if they just stopped right here, maybe in another 30 years, our old ass is going to <laughs> struggling on the stairs at the movie theaters again. <laughs> but Tom Cruise still there flying airplanes. Flying airplanes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But well, let, let, let's pose that question then real quick. Do we think there will be a sequel to this? <sighs> There's money, dude. As like money. if anybody who the watches the pitch meetings, it's like, hey, you like money? Well, we you can like do money? this again if you like. Do you know, for that, I could see them doing it, and and they, you know, but man, I, how It'd much? Be rather did it easy, be? barely an inconvenience. <laughs> <laughs> man, three uh, the fifteen million dollar budget, really? Oh no, that's the original. Sorry. Yeah, no, not this movie. I got, I got to get my. This is a little higher. <laughs> I'm guessing this is around a $200 million budget. <laughs> they spent a lot of money for them jets. <laughs> they had to rent them bitches. Oh, man. Yeah, Tom Cruise just bought a bunch of jets. And like, <laughs> they're in my backyard. And it's good. Um, Come on, sequel? Got to call it. I, I think they will. I, yes. I think it's it too much money. money. There's money. There's money. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. I, I would not have thought going into it that there would ever be another one that this is it. And it very well could be. Um, but money that's all we gotta say money and the dump truck is a backing up right now and it's got that money and uh studios love money so <laughs> i think uh there's more story to be told man you know like they, they could play something where now he is the head bob. you know guy you top know. gun bob top gun <laughs> okay. i want to see phoenix top gun phoenix hey man he's got his team now so you know another mission pops up he knows who he can go to who he could trust it's all about people we can trust. So, all righty. Well, there you go. Uh, sequel, maybe. Top Gun 3. Maybe in another, we'll go 10 years on this one. <laughs> so, wow. we got we to do the next couple of Mission Impossibles, and then we'll, we'll roll out in uh, 2028. We'll come back with some more Top Gun. <laughs> and take Real it quick, there. the Mission Impossible. Was that really Tom Cruise jumping off that cliff on that on that yep. motorcycle? Yep. Jeez, yep. Louise, man. This dude yep. is crazy. He's like in his 50s or 60s or something. Yeah, he's 59, I think. Um, So, yeah, yeah, he jumps off the motorcycle and then hang glides down. (laughs) And they said they shot that thing like 20 times, like just to get it right. So, and get it from all the different angles. And they got the drones, you know, filming (laughs) and stuff. So, it's going to be insane. And that's just for seven. We still got Dead Reckoning Part Two and see what he does in that one. So, yeah, really. He's going to keep amping it up, man. He's going to be free falling from the moon next time. The moon. Yeah. He's all on fire. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to die making one of these movies and it's going to be like, worth it. Right. Um, yeah. I'm still so. 
All right, guys. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning in here tonight. Let's wrap it up. Let's do some shout outs here as we go around the horn. So I'm going to start with uh, Friggins. Tell everybody where they can find you. Well, easy peasy. I keep it at Friggins, F-R-I-G-G-I-N-Z. Friggins with a Z. That's on Instagram or Twitter or Letterboxd if you uh, do the movie stuff. Um, Also, we pop up on Twitch occasionally, twitch.tv slash mead and friends where my friends and I play some D&D. That's about every other Saturday night. Uh, this coming Saturday, which I believe is like the June 4th or something, uh, sh- should be an on game. So about every two weeks from then, it's usually where you can catch us doing that if you're into that sort of thing. But of course, uh, I am lucky enough to continue to be invited to reddragonsradio.com to be here on Am I Still on the Air? And also over there at the People's Forum. All right. Peeps, oh, where the peeps, for that where the peeps gonna find you? Hey. Hey. Uh, yes. So as Friggins uh, mentioned, uh, I have a podcast, The People's Forum. Every Monday, I like to talk about Marvel. Uh, I would. I always say Is Marvel DC. DC. Also, I haven't really talked about any, DC. All I'm not, I don't really got any DC stuff for you guys tonight. <laughs> but, uh, that's on DC. That's not on Peeps. Show. That's on DC. Oh, there's DC news. Peeps is only about it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't want to talk about CWs, but yeah, you're right. I should, I should just, I should just hand that part over to you, DX, and just be my DC go. guy. But uh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, the the news each week, presented by form, Don Mega. Sell just like people's right there, and uh, you could, you know, I'm on the Stitchers, the Googles, the iTunes, uh, the Facebooks. Uh, just search it. If you like that kind of stuff, I have these guys on there every now and then. We actually, they were just on not too long ago talking about some Moon Knight, Moon if, that, Knight. if that's your kind of thing. So, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Get at me. Get at them. Follow these guys. And, of course, follow our show at Simply Am I on the Air, all one word. And, of course, you can follow me directly at DX Don Mega as well. Uh, the normal podcast of Am I on the Air runs every single Monday night as well, bringing you the latest and the greatest entertainment news and television movies and non-spoiler reviews because we save them spoilers for right here on Am I Still on the Air. And you can, of course, find us on all your favorite podcast platforms as well, all your favorite social media is your youtubes your instagrams your tiktoks we're on everything just search him on the air and follow along so uh that'll do it once again hey guys make sure you check out the other am i still in the airs if you like what you heard here and maybe you missed some other stuff or you're new to the show go back we have our doctor strange in the multiverse of madness that we did a couple weeks ago we got a whole bunch of other ones too the batman and a whole bunch more if you go to our youtube page youtube.com slash am i on the air click on the playlist that says am i still on the air and you'll have a whole list of them there that you can check out and if you go to reddragonsradio.com as well there's a am i still in the air tab where you can uh, listen to all the shows directly as well too uh they go back for many many years you can listen to our top 10 show we've been mentioning a couple times here tonight our top 10 most anticipated of 2022 our countdowns of 2021 and a whole bunch more so make sure you check those out and uh support the crew here so with that being said Thank you so much for tuning in for this impromptu Am I Still on the Air Top Gun Maverick spoiler review. We appreciate y'all. And until next time, peace. Red Dragons!